floor is yours. Everybody, welcome to the Burn It Down NASCAR podcast. Post Darlington. Um bonfire <laughs> and uh pre-kansas so once again what'd you think i actually thought it was one of the better races of the year okay expound uh i think it was more drama filled i'm i'm just because of the playoffs i think it was more racy but also there's drama with you know chase elliott getting his uh, car, you know, he had a bad weekend, and then motor problems with Kyle Bush and Truex. Apparently, Kyle Bush missed a shift. Apparently, there that was a thought. Then, not to mention Kevin Harvick catching fire. I had heard that uh, Kyle Bush lost a belt. No, that was um, Truex. Truex. That was Truex. Okay. That lost a belt, and they just wrote it out until it was over and then 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 on a caution yeah caution kyle bush lost his motor and i just randomly so people are speculating he shifted and blew the motor i don't know if that's true or not but other than all i think it was a better better than most we've had throughout the year i and also i like i said i i give that to the playoffs the first race it's a night race so I give it to that, but I think it was a a better race than we've had in the, in the past. Okay. Well, I, I'm not going to say it was a bad race. Uh, I don't think it was as drama-filled as Daytona. I mean, we had so much going on at Daytona. Yeah. Uh, as you stated, we had uh, our points leader by a race come back to the pack. Yeah, that, that's that's up. a big one too. He literally was ahead <laughs> by thirty some odd points, and now he is literally twenty four above the cut line. No, well, he's in the bottom 12, four. Twelve before the cut line. No, he's not in the bottom yeah. four. He's in the top twelve, but he's literally he has a chance to go home if he messes up like that again. You're right. He's in ninth. Never mind. I don't know why I I looked at it wrong. Uh, but yeah, he's not guaranteed right now. Everybody, everybody <laughs> thought he was good to go at least for one round with the points he had and finished dead last. No playoff points to that. You got problems. So let's, because uh, we got some other things to talk about. We all know Eric Jones. Congratulations. That was awesome. Richard Petty, he got his hat. Which, did you see a picture of that hat? No. Mm-mm. Oh, my God. It, it was Richard Petty. Uh, it, that hat was awesome. It was, it was all over social media. But, yeah, uh, that was nice. And it was like, what, 55 years to the day since yeah. the last time? Mm-hmm. The 43 had won at Darlington, but congratulations. That that was fantastic. Uh Hamlin was second, Reddick was third, Logano was fourth, Bell was fifth, McDowell was sixth, Keselowski making a little bit of noise here in seventh. Uh Byron, Wallace, Bowman round out your top ten. Um, Kyle Larson overcame early issues to finish 12. I don't know still what was going on there, but they had the hood up early. Well, um, he, he thought he had the same exact issue as last week when his motor failed. He literally said, oh no, not again. So he pulled it in and they, they went under the hood, uh, apparently had the same air codes, went under the hood, looked at it, was down three laps, and then he went out racing and he was still contending and finished. And he brought it back to be top well or twelfth and twelfth. And that's not including a, a late a mid-race spin he had too on top of that. So he had to overcome a lot to be twelfth. And I my dumbass you know what I'm like, you know what, it's Kyle Lars, let's switch him back out for Denny and my fucking fantasy and well. That was a bad move. Well, I made a good move. I took Harvick out and put in uh, Kyle Busch uh, until it wasn't <laughs> yeah. until it wasn't a good move. No. But 
All right, Blaney is in 13th. Uh, Notables, Ty Gibbs uh, finished 15th in Bubba's car. Uh, Suarez was 18th. Um, of course, then we go down to Kyle Busch, 30th, Truex, 31st, Harvick, 33rd. It was a bad Elliot. night for people in the chase playoffs. Yeah. Bad night. It really was. Like I said, I don't think it was a bad race. It, it To me, it wasn't necessarily the... I just couldn't get over Daytona. I was so jacked with that race. But anyway... um. Let's do the new, uh, oh, excuse me. I just finished eating, so excuse me for that. Uh, standings for the chase, you got. New points Well, yeah. New leader, Logano. Yep. Then you got Byron, Hamlin, Bell, Reddick, Blaney. (laughs) By three points, he got in, and he's now in sixth place. Playoff points. Yep. Larson, Chastain, Elliott, Bowman, Kyle Busch, Suarez, Sindrick, Dylan, Briscoe, and Harvick is in dead last. Man, and I wish I could have my picks back from last week. But anyway. Hey, that's I got three play- out of the four so far. I got All I got to do is get Bowman get down, and I, my four are correct. Playoff picks. Dylan Briscoe Suarez. Oh, yeah, all you got is you got to get Suarez, and that's it, right? Pretty I, much. I have Dylan Briscoe, Cedric, and Bowman. They're my four to go out. I got Dylan Briscoe, Suarez, and Bowman. So I need Bowman to get down. I need Harvick. Suarez. I need Harvick to win a race. Well, I just <laughs> just perform and not catch on fire. So. All right, uh, let's go into the happenings that were Darlington. And I'll let you lead this off, because I'm sure we got a lot of the same stuff. So, uh, Only thing I really have is the Harvick, 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 and fire and talking shit to NASCAR. Oh, yeah. Um. Before, Have you seen NASCAR's response? Hold on. Uh, before we go, I, I brought up the videos, and I want to play them on podcast, and then we'll go into it, and then we All NASCAR's right. addressing. Cool. This is new. This is NASCAR's, his NASCAR to, or his interview to NBC. It's just the crappy parts on the race car, like we've seen so many times. We haven't fixed anything. It's kind of like the safety stuff. We just let it keep going and keep going, and... The car started burning, um, and as it burned, you know, it, the flames started coming through the dash, and I ran a couple laps, and then, you know, as the flame got bigger, and then it started burning stuff up, and I think right there you see all the all the brake fluid that was probably coming out of the brakes. It burned the brake line, but the, the fire was coming through the dash. So, That's scary. What a disaster, man. <laughs> no, no reason. We didn't touch the wall. We didn't touch the car, and, and here we are in the pits with a burned-up car and can't finish the race during the playoffs because of crappy ass parts. And this is his interview to non NASCAR affiliated people. Kevin, what happened out there? Just talk about what happened there. Uh, the rocker panel just caught on fire. So um, we just keep letting cars burn up, letting people crash into stuff, get hurt. Like we don't fix anything. Now we just riding around out there and the car catches on fire. So just shitty parts. Your attitude at this point, obviously, I mean, you've been frustrated anyway, but now it affects your your race. Yeah, well, that, well, they don't care. It's cheaper to, to not fix it. How do we change it? Find somebody who to run the show that can run it. He had some scathing. I know you can't hear it, but he had some scathing things to say to NASCAR. Shitty oh, parts. Shitty parts. Horrible leadership. Have somebody that knows what to do to run the place. and They don't care. It's cheaper to not fix it. So, yes, NASCAR, I don't know if they addressed him publicly or privately, but, yes, they came out. What they, They're adding a new mesh. No, a stainless steel plate. Yeah, something to it. 
Yeah, so it, rubber doesn't go through. And Rodney Childers was another one that uh, went off on Twitter about the whole situation. Because Harvick is right. We didn't hit a car. We didn't hit the wall. We just caught fire because of this car's design. And we're out. And I'm sure NASCAR had to say something. But now, I don't, Kevin's not wrong in any way what he said. It is their horrible design. And when rubber builds up on a header, it's going to catch fire. Yeah. And then those that foam they got is just it's a it's a progression thing. Um I heard or listened to an interview on the morning drive on Sirius XM NASCAR with Scott Miller. Um the boy was very measured and he he didn't really say anything like I'm offended or I'm mad, but it was clear in his tone. Uh, I think Kevin Harvick will be addressed behind the scenes. You don't say anything negative about NASCAR and you certainly don't say they don't care. And you certainly don't say they're not without getting a talking to. Yeah. Um, It will not be made public. It will probably one of these uh, double secret fines. Uh, that we'll find out about down the road, but I can almost promise you that Kevin's angst is going to hit him in the wallet. Um, and the thing is, I don't think Kevin cares because he rather have race integrity, people safe, and the cars safe for the drivers. He'll take a hit to the wallet. And I'm, I'm sure Tony will... Oh, here you go. You know, it's for the better well-being of the sport driver's health and cars not just burning up like you said we didn't crash it just caught fire because of rubber buildup on the headers yeah well um like i said they i've seen several posts uh they're supposedly putting some kind of a, a stainless steel plate in there i also saw and this was during the race where they're actually putting some kind of bracket to hold the header against the frame rail. So when they do brush or hit the wall, cause they thought that the problem early on was it was knocking the, the exhaust, the header loose back into the foam. Mm-hmm. So again, I won't take NASCAR's side on this because I think this car sucks. This car should have been way more R&D than what it is. It was pushed out way too soon. No, I go back to my grassroots. Went on Sunday, buy on Monday. Ain't nobody buying this POS on on Monday. Um, It needs, I I want the five lug nuts. I want it to, again, I'm, we're going to do a little nostalgia (laughs) here. You can remember going to the campgrounds at MIS and people bring in prototype cars that looked exactly like the cars that were on the track are very, very similar, and they were stock production cars. Yeah. Um, that doesn't happen anymore, and that's why I question all the time, what does the S and NASCAR really stand for? If It's, it's not stock. No, not in any um, way, shape, or form. But I will give NASCAR as much credit as I can in that they've put that brace over the exhaust exit to try and help it from not being pushed back into the door. And now they're putting this stainless steel plate. My question is, is it going to stop the fire or just push the fire to somewhere else? It's, it's, I'd have to look at it some more. I know they came out and said the rule change, blah, blah, blah. In my opinion, it's just to stop rubber buildup to get to the headers. Rubber buildup is probably going to still happen because of the opening, but it's just a stopping Build rubber. up long enough at some point. Yeah. It's got to get to the headers because the headers have got to go through this plate. I think it's before the headers. Plates before the headers. That's what I would assume, but I'm pretty well, sure. The other thing that was pretty odd that I noticed about this, I... Th- when this happened with Harvick, there was a dumbass Jeff Burton said, yeah, this is like the all Fords. 
And I just took it as stock. Well, it's not because Alex Bowman back at Darlington in a Chevrolet also had the same issue. So it's been three Fords. So it's been mostly Fords and one Chevy. This has happened to her. And most of the issues early on were where the header or the exhaust exit had gotten knocked back into the door. Mm-hmm. Uh this was a different scenario. Like you said, it was supposedly rubber buildup and it wasn't burning in the door like Busher and, uh, God, I can't even think of the other two. So was Cindric one of them? I, I couldn't. Um, but Bowman also back in the first Darlington in the spring, um, had the same issue. So they thought they had fixed it, but, like I said, I listened to Scott Miller. He he did a really good interview. And I mean, we've always said NASCAR never does anything fast. They never do anything knee jerk or pull from the hip. They always take a long, long time to to make a decision. And I don't know why that their thought process is as long as what it is. But I I gotta give credit to, to Kevin. They came up with something pretty quick. damn quick this week. Uh, because, like you said, cars are burning up. Uh, the other issue that was brought up this week with this new car is they're all saying that when they hit the wall, whether they hit it harder. just harder. It's, it's harder. Yeah. They're mm-hmm. really irritated about that, which, you know, it's like Kurt Busch with his concussion. It, wasn't, saw, it didn't look like a hard hit. But it, apparently and, it was. And I saw somewhere where he said that if this was in the old car, he says, I wouldn't be sitting on the sidelines right now. Yep. He said it's it's a complete manifestation of this car. Now, what they exactly mean by the hits are harder or they feel harder. I don't know if it's the rigidness and stiffness of the car. Um. I don't know if it has something to do with the drivetrain. I don't I, I don't understand it. But that's another issue that came out this week. And, of course, Kevin Harvick is the one that brought it out. Now you got all these other guys jumping in saying, yeah, the, the hits are a lot tougher well, now. Well, Denny Hamlin didn't race the Xfinity race because he was still sore from his wreck at Daytona. Yeah. And all he took was a header. I mean, yeah. it, it's not like he bounced like a ping pong ball off everything mm-hmm. uh, for those of you out there that haven't listened to our earlier podcast i never have and i never will be a fan of this car i don't like it i don't like the cost of it i don't like i mean it does look a lot more stock than what we have had in the previous couple of years there's nothing stock about it it's just a shell it's a it's a component with the shell on it, no. whether it's got a Toyota, a bow tie, or a blue oval. It's, They're it's all, all the same car, and that's what's not right about NASCAR. Is Toyota used to be a Toyota, a Chevy used to be a Chevy, a Ford is a Ford, but now they're all literally the same besides the motor. Literally, all of them are the same. So it just, I don't know, it's, uh, it's a problem. It's, it's, yeah, to me, it's like NASCAR got tired of working hard, and so, well, they don't have to work as hard. Well, they wanted to be even the playing field for the, you know, Hendrix compared to the Spire Motorsports. You know, they, they're trying to even, which they have. It's just too similar. So what? Work harder. Get better sponsors. Get more money. Or get out. You know, it's it's. I think it was Kelly Arbro used to say, if you want to make a million bucks in NASCAR, you damn well better start out with four or five. Mm-hmm. You know, it. I'm tired of this even playing field. Everybody gets a trophy BS. If you can go out there and race with the big boys and give it your best shot. Yeah. You know, I come from the days of the three mile fuel line. I, you know, all this other stuff. Is it cheating? Sure. Till you not unless you get caught though. Yeah. You know, it's like Well, let me let me say what NASCAR said for the rule change. Um they 
thing here. NASCAR makes rule changes for Kansas to address fire issues from Darlington, by staff report, September 7th, 2020. That's, uh, it says the use of intumescent coating is now permitted for the underside of the car's lower crush panels, inside the exhaust, cover panels, and the upper surface of the rocker box. It is also permitted to apply coating to the right side stop panel. Uh, the intumescent coatings will help provide fire protection to steel components and the changes come um, after exhaust issues to Kevin Harvick. Other changes for Kansas included mandating a lateral seal slash dam to, the, to be installed between the back of the front clip weight box and the top of the splitter panel to reduce the migration Tire debris from the splitter area, and there will also be instructions on trimming of the backstop panel included in the rule changes. It's it another is, area where they can give them an L2 penalty. Yeah, it is also recommended that the exhaust insulation clearance between the exhaust and the floor of the rocket box be maximized. And, like, didn't they, like, was told not to mess with the rocker box panel, and now they're saying maximize the distance yeah, a couple of guys got yeah. in trouble for that earlier the the, the gms the yeah. petty GMS yeah. guys so i just i'm sick and tired of a micromanaging these guys as far as the car get your manufacturer to put their best shit on the on the track get the claw back out make sure it fits the templates if somebody gets an advantage, finds an advantage, then the other guys need to work harder to catch, catch up. I mean, we've watched it through the years. Chevrolet would get an advantage. Ford would cry like a stuck little pig. Then Ford would get the advantage. And we had Toyota get the advantage. For a while there, uh, Ray Evernham and the Dodges, they had some advantages. It's racing. Racing, by definition, is bring your best shit to the table and beat the hell out of everybody else and let them figure out how to catch up with you. Mm -hmm. I, you know, if the product you're bringing isn't beating everybody, then you need to do something about that. I just, like I said, I'm so sick and tired of NASCAR in this even playing field and... Everybody's got to have the same. No, this isn't little league football anymore. It is. This is big boy stuff. Get your pants on and let's go. And if if you aren't smart enough, or, and I don't want to say it exactly that way, if you don't have the funding, um, or the or the the heart to make it work. I mean, look at guys in the past like Alan Kowicki. One-man team, crew chief, the whole nine yards. Uh, you know, there's others. Harry Gant, uh, Daryl Waltrip. They funded themselves. They didn't, I mean, yeah, they had sponsors. Don't get me wrong on that end of things. But damn it, they, they didn't have the equipment that Hendrick or back in the day Yates or, or, but they competed because they had the heart to do it, and they found a way to get it done. And now it's like all you got to do is bring a piece, get it through inspection, and yours, whether you're, like you said, uh, Spire or GMS or anybody, you're as an equal playing field with Hendrix. Why? Why? They want it. They want that. They want. So we're trying to bring yeah, in more uh, fucking people. It's not, it's not, oh, it's not working. I'm talking uh, like, I'm talking like owners, not viewers, owners. Okay. Well, uh, dude at Trackhouse figured out that you got enough money. And, but anyway, and, and you talk about the viewing is going down. By the race, the the, well, the they had to go against college football this weekend, so I expected it to be lower. Uh, 
Spring race, 2.6 million. This race, 2.3. Off 300,000. I know Daytona was up, but that was the the end of the regular season. Mm-hmm. Um, NASCAR better be careful because I, you know, I can go back to what we did at the beginning of the year. I promise you, when we go back to the Coliseum in Los Angeles and try and race on a football field, the numbers will not be the same as they were this year. You will not have the attendance that you had this year. I don't know. Darlington view- sold out. They were touting about it sold out. It might sell oh, yeah. out. The, the, the race sold out. And believe me, if I could have gotten out of here for a couple of days, I'd have been one of them. But my point is, they keep, I, I still keep hearing about, oh, yeah, the Coliseum and, and all this other crap. The newness of this new car has wore off. And I think there's a lot more people like me than like NASCAR that are jazzed not about this car. It's not a fucking Indy car. I want five lug nuts instead of one. I I want that underside exposed. It, it, clearly all that crap ain't working as far as trying to keep a car on the ground. Nope. It's not working. Now, granted, we haven't had one go over. And I, I don't know. Is Harrison Burton the only one that's gone over? Mm-hmm. Um, but we've had a lot of cars in the air. A oh, lot yeah. of cars in the air. Uh, so, anyway, I can't be proven right until I'm proven right, so I'll quit bitching about that. Uh, to kind of wrap up Darlington... Um, for the winner, I picked Harvick. That didn't work out too good. You picked Larson. He was 12th. Dark Horse, I picked Keselowski in 7th. You took Truex in 32nd. He was going to win if he didn't have his belt fly off. (laughs) Bubba in the top 20th, we both said no. He was 9th. And we both said yes on Denny, and he was second. So that was kind of a push for both of us. I got. Uh, we were equal on that one. And on the Fantasy League, you got me again by 12 points. If it wasn't for the, all the. You had 200, and I was watching, you had 250 plus points until. Kyle and Kyle, yeah, went out. I was at I was I was at two thirty, um, and then like I said, it was Kyle Lars. I'm like, you know what? He might have fire under his ass. He might come back from this, and I swapped it when I shouldn't have. But I was right there with you in points until you had both of them go out. I I took I took Harvick out and put Kyle Busch in, um. Because Denny and, and Martin are, are really good at this track. And like you said, if Martin and, and Kyle, I mean, it was a really cool move until Harvick decided to roast hot dogs out there. Because um, I had Blaney in 13, Logano in fourth, Hamlin in second. And I had Truex and Kyle Bush until about 30 laps to go. That was really, really cool. It was working yeah, out well. Yeah, you had 250 plus points, so... Till it happened, and like I said, I'm happy with the 190, but it's not 200 like I want. Well, that's Plus. what I'm that's my goal every week is 200. And I, I was within 20 30 laps of getting that job done, and then some, but it is what it is. Uh, one little news tidbit because there wasn't a whole lot. We can go back into the Kyle Bush thing again. I'm, 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 I, I want to actually leave that alone for yeah, a Yeah, there week. was one thing I seen this week, and this is, it was a question: is could Richard Childress add a third charge for Kyle Bush? Yeah, if he wanted to, but that was really. I saw that. I, I again, I'll just, and I, I want to say the one thing, and then we'll leave yeah. it alone. Is the more 
that this goes on, um, the more I'm leaning towards him actually going to Childress, and I can't believe I'm saying yeah. this. Mm-hmm. But that's where I'm thinking, because I think Childress would actually get behind him in his truck company, too. So, all right, uh, on the Childress thing, Austin Dillon's looking for a new crew chief. Justin Alexander announced that he is not returning. Now, my and and again, I'm not at all surprised about this. And they say that he's going to stay um, within the Childress organization. He just wants a position where he doesn't have to travel track to track. But why do you do this the week of Austin Dillon making the playoffs? Mm-hmm. And and Austin tried to calm it down by saying, yeah, we've been having these discussions for quite a while now. Uh, but still. Just, just like I still feel that once, and now, believe me, Kyle Busch is going to be in my next round of cuts on, on the championship. I, I believe he, that's it. He's done. Uh, but. Your guy got in. We all know he's probably not going to last more than three races, and he's out. Make the announcement then, not now. I just, I mean, that's demoralizing to the team. It really is. I said they should definitely wait till he's out, but they might not want to. But I feel they should. the, The smart move would be wait. Until he's out, so he can concentrate, and everybody doesn't concentrate on on the playoffs. Exactly, it's a distraction. It's a complete distraction. But uh, unless you got anything else, I mean, there wasn't really anything controversial that went on at Darlington, in my opinion. Well, apparently Suarez is going to get Bell back for. Whatever he did. Oh, whatever. Go ahead, Daniel. Watch yourself get face planted. He says, you I'm going to I'm gonna get him back. Nice. Go ahead. Number one, you're not Denny Hamlin or Dale Earnhardt. Number two, it was an accident, and I don't... I'm not even sure what he's talking about. I, that's you what know, I'm he, saying. I was trying to figure out what exactly happened. He probably raced him hard. Maybe, maybe rattled his cage or something. I don't know. But yeah, apparently Suarez is not too happy, and I think Bell's the type of person is push my button, see what happens type of person. You know, I'll sit back and wait until, and then you you know, poke the tiger. <laughs> yeah, go ahead. Hey, I think that's that was the only other thing is Suarez is mad. Looking through, uh, I don't, I honestly, I don't see NASCAR's continuing to investigate cars <laughs> catching fire. Uh, yeah, like I said, I'm, literally, I'm literally looking right now and there's literally nothing. The major thing is the rule change and there's some Kyle Busch stuff and there's Danica Patrick that I don't, I'm not going to talk about. Yeah, no. Um, NASCAR is going back to Nashville for championship uh, week as far as the awards presentation, which I think is cool. Centrally located. Um, And Toyota is going to examine Darlington engine failures. Well, Hmm. something broke. Well, the belt (laughs) broke, so that's not really an engine failure. And... With Kyle Bush, apparently that was a mischief, but I can't com- there's really yeah, there's really nothing. The major story was the Kevin Harvick thing calling out NASCAR, and he's he's completely right. And I feel he shouldn't get in trouble, but he probably will because you can't God forbid you talk negative about NASCAR. Um but oh, yeah. he's the type of person just does not give a shit. And when it comes to safety, he's in you know What are you gonna do? Make him retire? Yeah, <laughs> I mean, he's he. If you don't know Kevin Harvick, he's once he has something set on his mind, either it be good or bad, fight, smile, he's gonna do it. And 
he believes wholeheartedly this car is a piece of shit. And the oh. shitty parts, and no one knows how to run it. And so he's going to say it. And I, I guarantee you him and Tony got drunk that night oh, over that one. <laughs> I, I, I did like I, Eric Jones when he won he, he in, on his cool down lap. He's like, we're going drinking tonight. <laughs> so I like that. <laughs> I'm uh, getting a hat and uh, we're going drinking. Yeah, get some beers. So it was cool. I, li- I Like I said, I like Eric Jones. He's a, Mich- he's a Michigan guy, right? Yeah, it's Michigan. So, you know, it's third win and good for Petty GMS getting their win. and. It just shows that uh, I think next year with um, Noah, Noah Gregson joining, I think that team is going to be in. Not a top. By the way, by the way, shout out to him on the Xfinity race and oh. that wild finish. Kyle Larson. Did you notice that uh, Kyle Larson got out and uh, who uh, who who is he? T- Sheldon Creed. Tank. Yeah. And they shook hands yeah, and high didn't fight. And was, nobody was mad. They said it was racing. It was great racing. Fun racing. Oh, it was it was an awesome finish. Yep. It was the and it didn't happen until halfway through the last lap. Yep. And um, the only thing no. I was I think I, I texted you, and the only thing I was worried about is Noah when his his interview was and he literally just went blank. And I don't know he if was he was hot. He, he was overheated. He was hot and overheated and he literally was just, he couldn't, he was just, it was weird to watch. And then they finally went back to Joe Biden. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was concerning because I knew he was hot. And I didn't want to have a heat stroke on TV. Um, and it just came out that from him climbing the fence and getting out of the car, it was hot. And then the, apparently the tire smoke is what he said got him. He just needed to sit down for five minutes, cool off. And he was good. And he was back to his normal yep. self. Well, that but, was one of the cl- that was a great burnout that yeah. he did. So you know, I, I love the fence climb, and it's kind of a you know tribute to Stewart. Um, but him going to the forty-two with Eric Jones and th- what they're doing, I think that's going to be multiple wins next season when they get in there. I don't know between the two, but it'll be more than just running up front, being mid-pack, I think they're going to get wins. And finally, Noah's going to have backing. Well, Eric Jones hasn't been a slouch no, this year. No, he's been up top. But like when you think of Petty GMS and where they've been all year, you think mid-pack. You know, I can remember 10, 12 years ago um, when it was just Richard Petty Motorsports. They yeah. were on their way out to, I believe it was either Texas or Talladega. I don't Texas Motor Speedway or Talladega, they literally had to stop at a truck stop or a rest stop on the highway because their credit cards were getting declined for gasoline to get to the track. Hmm. And they sat there for a day or so, and somehow Richard got on the cash to get him to the track. Uh, So from... What Richard Petty was back in the day to where he's been struggling-wise, trying to keep his company going to where he's at now. And then the, you factor in, you know, last year he lost his wife, Linda, um, and he sojourned through that. And, and I'm, to, I, I, I'm with you. I expect some pretty cool things next year with Noah and Eric. Uh, at Petty GMS, and now that they've got solid funding, I mean, look at the difference. And I'm sorry, I don't know Ty Dillon that well. I, I know he raced trucks. I know he raced Xfinity. He was never anybody that I followed or paid attention to like I do his brother Ty, because I think Ty next year is going to be a, a rookie of the year in, in the Cup Series. Um. I still believe he's going to be the one driving the 18 car. Um, I like Ty Gibbs. And I said earlier this year, and and nobody knew Noah Gregson at that time was coming up. It must have been when Kyle or Kurt Busch went out and Ty started racing that 45. I said, my, my new two favorites for next year, as far as rookies or guys to watch, are going to be Noah and Ty. Yeah, absolutely. I was pretty sure at that point that Ty was going to come up because of the Kyle Busch situation. But when Petty GMS announced they signed Noah, I was like, damn. 
I wonder how long it is, because I think Junior is going to want to pick Noah back up when he goes to the Cup, but I don't know. I don't... I. I think Noah's taking a ride just to get a ride, but I also think he's going to perform in that ride until Junior comes back up and then Noah will jump ship whenever that is, if that's 2024 or whatnot. Depends on how he's performing at Petty GMS because we all know or we've talked about Junior looking at buying out Childress Racing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. What... I think that the off season we're gonna have enough to be doing a show every week in the off season because I'll tell you what there's there's a lot of things that's a brewing uh a lot of changes that could happen uh junior's not totally dismissing coming to cup now where before he's like, oh, we're not ready blah blah yeah. this mm-hmm. it's like one of those we'll see attitudes um Teresa Earnhardt Miller, uh, I've heard her in a couple of interviews where she's not flat denying it anymore. So, well, it'll it's, be interesting. And another thing, too, kind of like stay on the subject of Junior, is uh, last week they raced at North Wilkesboro um, in their cars, and he finished third. Yep. And Carson Quapple is one of Junior's um, not undiscovered talents, but, you know, talents he's grooming won the race um and it was so cool to watch the videos and he has i haven't watched a youtube series it's like it's called like the revival it has like a docu it's kind of like a docu series on what happened behind the scenes leading up to north wilkesboro race um and just watching just junior after the race he was like a kid in a candy store and he was so excited for that racetrack to be on people racing it. So I'm hoping I know they're tearing, tearing up the asphalt here soon. They're going to do the dirt and they're going to repave it. I'm hoping they can update the facilities and NASCAR at some point, go back to that track. I think it's a matter of time. Uh, again, living in the area, and they're selling out and it's not even NASCAR. They're selling out. You know what I'm saying? It's a big thing. There's a, the, the state has put a lot of money into that place. The local authorities have put a lot of money into that place. The media is massive. It is massive. Uh, and I'm clear over here on the coast. Uh, North Wilkesboro is a good four hours. Local TV here is running it. Uh, and I still say that once they get North Wilkesboro up to snuff, they're, the state is going to move on to Rockingham and want to get Rockingham going again. Well, they um, see the I've success actually, over... There's- I've, never been, I've never been to North Wilkesboro. I have been on-site, on-premises at Rockingham. After it was done, granted, it was pretty... It's easily able to, to be put back together. I mean... If they can take and put a track down in a fucking football field in California, they can fix Rockingham. All right. Um, we'll see. And I know it's going to be years down the road because NASCAR doesn't do anything quickly. But I do believe there's going to be a point in time where North Wilkesboro and Rockingham at some point are going to be back on the cup, not just truck. They're going to take the trucks or Arca there the first couple of years, and they're going to move the trucks in and they'll try Xfinity. So I'm I'm talking 10, 15 years down the road before cup will be back. But I predict that at some point in time, the cup series will be back at North Wilkesbury and Wilkes Burrow, not Barry Burrow, and Rockingham. That'd be before that. Hell, that rock is still still out front with everybody's name engraved on it. It's still there. They haven't moved it, taken it away. It's still there. Hmm. So I don't know. Um. I really don't have a... I know we're going a little short this time. Uh, 
I really don't have anything else other than name our winners, Dark Horse, whether Bubba and Denny each finish in the top 20 or not. Yeah, I think they need to say. All right, I do too. Who's your winner? I, you know what? I I went back and looked at the previous race winner, uh, Kurt Busch. Now, so mad that he can't race it now. I'll tell you who has the best average finish over the last 10 races, if that'll help you. I haven't even and that's Mark, Martin Truex Jr. He's got... 6.4 average finish. I just don't like Kansas as a racetrack, but... so was, I don't either. It was good. Denny Hamlin has the most wins with two. Truex also has the most top tens with nine. Let me look. Let me... Kurt Busch has a win, four top fives, seven top tens. Oh, that's right. He's not going to be there. I'm, you, and I, if I remember correctly, I did look earlier today. I, Toyota dominated it earlier. Only Larson finished second. And it was mainly Toyota's. Ford sucked. Mainly Chevy and But you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to say Rossi boss. Ross Chastain in the win. I don't know why he just sticks out. Dark Horse, on the other hand, we said what? Not in the chase, we said, right? That's it. Yeah, not in the chase. Anybody not in the chase is a Dark Horse now. Oh, man. Uh... Wow. Uh, I'll say Chris Busher. Okay. Even though I just said four bad earlier, you know, this time. Well, for Dark Horse, I'll take his teammate, Keselowski. I, if it wasn't for his little snafu earlier this year, put himself in the hole, I think he'd be a lot better. I think he's finally starting to get a, a hang of being owner driver. I think he'll be a lot better next year that he's acclimated to that. He's he's performing now in the last three, four, five races. Um, but he, I think he had way too much on his plate, and I think he finally figured out how to properly manage all that. So, yeah, I can see him being back in a contending, but for how long is he, you know, going to do that? And my winner, because this is one pissed off dude, Kevin Harvick. I can see, yeah, I do. He might come out and see, yeah, I know. He, he is pissed. And Kevin Harvick, kind of like his protege, Earnhardt, and like, it's kind of like TRD saying they don't want to race against a pissed off Kyle, Kyle Bush. Bush. The field doesn't want to race against a pissed off Kevin Harvick, and the boy is pissed. And I think the slap down he's getting behind the scenes is going to piss him off even more. You watch him on camera this week. He's going to be a nice guy. He's going to have nothing but compliments for NASCAR for putting in that steel plate and addressing the issue and having discussions with him personally. He's, he's, he's going to be kissing some royal NASCAR ass. You watch. Anytime they talk to him on camera this week, <laughs> they got a hold of him and had a getting his mind right session. I can almost guarantee it. Have we, I, now that I'm thinking about it, have we heard about Kyle Busch possibly coming back at all this year? There hasn't been an update about him this Hurt? week. Hurt, yeah. Uh, I haven't heard only, anything. No, I, I haven't either since last week when he made the announcement that he wasn't going to uh, be participating for a little while anyway. And at this point, why? I mean, there's there's no reason. I mean, you got Kansas, which you can take another hard hit at. 
Bristol, eh, not so much. And then you go into what? Talladega. Uh, God, I don't even have it up in front of me, but you got some. Vegas is in there. Um, 2022 schedule. It just be uh, nice to see him back in the car. I think the fans yeah, would be... It's home, Homestead and Martinsville. No, I'm sorry. Yeah, Kansas and then Bristol, Texas, Talladega, and Charlotte. All three of those tracks, you can get your bell rung. Uh, Bristol's probably the most docile track of the bunch, although it is going to be a... a a wreck fest because it's the last race before the cutoff. I see everybody getting back payback at that race. Oh, it's Bristol. If not, then it's, it's, it, if anything, it'll cause more. I'm going to get them back type situation. I expect it to be hot last year. It was pretty hot. It was Kevin Harvick and uh, Chase Elliott. If I can remember payback week. And if you're talking about the Hamlin Chastain thing, if Chastain, I'm talking everything, Logano and Byron, Byron, Suarez and Bell, be, and then now Hamlin and Ross. I expect, I expect that to wait until Martinsville, the last cutoff race. Bristol is one of the easiest tracks to do it because you don't have to wait two miles to get around, and like I said, you can get to them quick. I, I don't. If Denny has half a brain in his head, he would wait until the last possible track to where he could do it without looking like an ass. And that's Martinsville. Because if Chastain's not, if he's been cut out by the time they get into that uh, last round, then there's no reason for him to go out and make more enemies and more fans get mad at him. There's no, in my book, in my book, there's no reason to do it at Bristol. Uh, because number one, all right, so what if Denny says, okay, fine, now is my time to get Chastain. He takes him out. It's a cutoff race. If Chastain doesn't win Kansas, it's a must-win race for him uh, or point point in. So he, Denny takes him out then. Guess what? Now Chastain's got a reason to go after Hamlin. So my him. point is, if I'm Hamlin and I feel like I still owe Chastain something, I'm not going to do it till the last possible. I'm not going to do it early on and give him the opportunity to retaliate before we get to Phoenix. I'm going to do it the last possible opportunity before we go to Phoenix so he doesn't have a chance to retaliate with me until we get to Phoenix. And then if Chastain retaliates with him, then he's the the bad guy. Yeah. At Phoenix, taking out a championship contender. You see what I'm saying? Yeah, I get it. I I, I, I don't I, I don't even I have do in, it. in my little mock draft. I don't even have Hamlin getting to the top four. So don't. Um. Well, it's a little spoiler. I don't have him going to the top four. I wasn't able to do it on the. We're going to have to see because I, I think I've already screwed up these brackets, but at least what, doing what we're doing, I, we get a reset every yeah, yeah. round cut off. With this uh, NASCAR.com brackets, you don't get a reset. <laughs> I mean, what are you going to do if, if, if you don't – what do you put in the round of eight if you don't have eight to deal with? Well, from the NASCAR bracket, from what I understood, they just want you to see what your picks for the first four out. When I, I and then you, then they reset it all for yeah, the, the top of the 12. twelve. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, playoff Maybe grid that. challenge. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, because I did that. Um, and yeah, it's pretty much. Then they reset the round of twelve, and, and then, then you pick, pick four more. Around. Yeah. All right. I still got a shot at it, but it's it's not looking too good with what Harvick did. Yeah. So I I but I just honestly I don't see anybody, in my opinion, unless it's going for a win on the last ten laps at Bristol, I don't see anybody doing anything retaliatory there. 
maybe at the Roval, if it means getting, if you're, you got to win to get in and to get to the round of eight, maybe. Um, Talladega is going to be a great equalizer. That yeah. that's gonna that's gonna be something. But as far as actual intentional retaliation, I think Martinsville, where that's gonna happen, I really do. That's where I think it's gonna happen. It's the least amount of carnage, uh, and especially if if say Bell and Chastain and Byron are all still in the contest to go. Logano, Hamlin. Uh, yeah, it's definitely going to get interesting when we yeah. get further deep in. But again, and I'm not even sure that that's going to be an issue, but if it becomes an issue, I think it's going to be at Martinsville, not Bristol. Might see a little bit of it at the Roval. It's, it's all going to depend on if somebody's right outside the bubble, needs a, a win to, to get into the next round. Uh, I don't know. I'm not looking for it. The Roval of all these races that are coming up, the Roval is my well. Kansas is a close second. Roval's usually pretty good, actually. You are not happy about the Indy Road Course. Roval's pretty good, actually, because they have the first dog leg left, kind of like how Indy had the dog leg right at the first turn. This one has a dog leg left. It usually people have that big pile up. You know what I learned? Um. And I I meant to mention this last week because you and I kind of gave Chase some shit about picking the outside versus the inside. I did not realize at Watkins at the yeah Watkins Glen at road courses and Talladega and Daytona we don't have the choose line. No, choose, you know, no, it's not there. I never real. I don't oh, know the, why the I, choose arrow. Yeah. Oh, okay. But the leader still has, but the leader can still choose where they're at. No. Yeah. They right? said no. They said no. It's NASCAR tells you where to line up at the road courses. In other words, if you're first, you're on the left front. Second's I, I, on the I don't, I don't think so. I, I, I can see where you're. Maybe confusing. I could be wrong too, but I understood it as the drive. The leader can pick in or inside or out. Now they don't have the choose arrow. You know where you could choose. Anybody behind them could choose with inside or outside. They don't have that on the super speedways or road courses. But I think the leader can choose inside or out. But I could be wrong too. That's what I thought. Okay. Well, we're getting ready to wrap I'd, this I'd, up. I'd so we got some up. homework. <laughs> But I, I did not realize that that at road courses and the super speedways that you don't you don't have the choose rule. Yeah, I was like, really? Because I I I can well, like I said, we'll have to look it up and talk about it again next week. But if that's the case, and I don't blame Chase, because I was like, you know what, Chase is your own damn freaking fault. You knew you were going to take a right hand turn going into turn one at Watkins Glen. Why enough would you go to the outside? Yeah, this one's got a. It's whether a it's left a team, side. Yeah, whether it's a teammate or not, why would you put yourself in that position? Now I find out he may not have had a choice. Yeah, no, I think the leader has a choice, but everybody else behind them doesn't. They don't have that choose arrow. Um, but I could be wrong too. But that's why I thought. But we'll find out if we look it up. Um, but no, Roval has every year that first turn left always causes problems. Chase Elliott actually missed it, went straight, and went into the Bears, but still won the race, and it was a pretty cool burnout because he went right to that spot after he won the race, after he hit the wall or tires, put his car there, did a burnout, and stood on the car as he was leaving the burnout. So it was pretty cool. I, I'm telling you. Um, yeah, it was cool. <laughs> Hang on a minute. We're... We're not going to wait till next week. I'm going to see what I can find out right now. All right. See if I can find If I can't find it in a very quick minute, then. Uh, NASCAR restart positions will be in effect at all events. Oh, what are you doing? 
except super speedways and road course events. Prior to restarts, when the single file restart order is confirmed and when instructed as race control, drivers must choose. All right, we know that. It doesn't say. It says, except at super speedways and road course events. All right. Let me do a real quick. Copy. Paste. search it says it says this is the choose rule for the arrow it says it's used on all track excluding daytona talladega and road courses it also may you it also used at many short and dirt tracks outside of nascar now leader nascar leader let's see this I can't find I'm gonna I, I said if I didn't find it real quick so we know that it's a rule that it's not at, but if it's not the choose rule, then why would it only be for the leader? The choose rule is there. They have a gr orange arrow in the track, and anybody can choose where they want to go, left or right. And either if they lose position or not, they might prefer the inside when the restarts, or they might prefer outside. You can choose wherever you want to go. Now, I think the leader can choose no matter what, inside or out. I'm trying to find that. It used to be that way. No one else had a choice. It was only the leader at any track had the choice. Yeah, and then last year they started testing out this choose rule arrow that you have to choose. You can you you don't have to start fourth if you you know if you don't want to be outside, you can choose. Now I'm trying to figure I think I'm pretty sure the leader can choose where they want to start. Inside or out. Other than that, you can't. Okay, the choose rule was implemented in NASCAR uh, prior to the 2020 race at Michigan. The rule is in effect on all three national series and except road courses and super speed. It is not used on courses typically because uh, one lot to go until they have to pass the finish line to use their super speeds to prevent teammates and manufacturers to work more closely together than normal would. Uh, choose start, restart positions will be in effect except road courses and super speedways prior to the start when the Start to confirm race drivers must choose the be de designated V-shape painted on the track. I'm trying to find where the leader, the race leader is control the race restart. I'm trying to find the exact rule where the leader has can choose. Well, like I said, let, let's mark this down so we can end this and uh, we'll... Because it's got to be, the way I uh, heard it was that the choose rule is in effect for all drivers except for the road courses, the Roval, and the Super Speedway. And at those, at Talladega and Daytona. Other than that, it's not in effect. You line up where NASCAR tells you and the leader always is on the left. Regardless of the track. So... I don't want to waste any more dead air. Yeah, uh, no, I literally have to live, like get, probably get the damn rule book, but I'm pretty sure the leader can choose inside or outside regardless. Again, I, I'm yeah, not saying yeah, you're wrong, because yeah. I, I know that's the way it used to be at every course up until they came up with this choose rule thing where the leader... 
could pick inside or outside, regardless of the track, whether it was a, a you know, a three quarter, a, a mile and a half, a two, whatever it was, it didn't matter. They could pick which side, and everybody else had to fall in. Third had to go into the left lane. Fifth had to go into the left lane. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the odds were on the inside. The evens were on the outside. The only one that had the choice was the leader. And then the second place car had to go to the inside or the outside of him. But the way I understood it and heard it this week is, or last week, which blew me away, is that they don't have that choice. And the road courses and the super speedways. So, anyway. Everybody, um, join us on our fast, our NASCAR Fantasy League. Go to NASCAR.com, click on Fantasy Live, search for Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast League. Get you an account. It's free. Ain't going to win anything, but it's fun to compete. It keeps, um, you, in, it keeps you in involved in the race. Yes, absolutely. Uh, and Brian, tell them where else they can get this if they're on the move. Uh, yeah, if you guys are listening or want to listen on the go, just search for Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast on Google. But if you want to specifically watch on any website or app, it's uh, rss.com, Spotify, Amazon Music, iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, Samsung Podcasts, Pandora, Google Podcasts, pretty much any audio pad podcast platform. Just search Burn It Down NASCAR Podcast and we will pop up. And if you don't want to watch it on YouTube, you can watch it on Roku. Yeah, the Roku app just, yeah. It's there too, so. All right, everybody. Um, Have a great week. I hope I'm really excited when we get done with Kansas. Don't count on it. I don't like this track, but it is what it is. Uh. Unless you got anything else, I'm going to sign off. Tell everybody have a great week, and we will see you back here or talk to you next week. Yep.